0: Welcome to Scripts and Giggles with Shoshana and Marnie. So, it's been a busy week. It's been a busy week. Um, And we've just finished watching Love Island, so we've got so much to talk about. Let's talk
1: about Cassera
0: more. Should we just start straight away? Yeah, let's get
1: into it. (laughs) 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 Why?
0: It never
1: gets so I know, Honestly, I know, I know. Casa amore was Casa and in Casa War. I mean, it's annoying because it's the least iconic season, but the most iconic Casa War reveals.
0: Yeah, kind
1: of. I, the amount of girls that were waiting to oh, not be chosen.
0: <laughs> there were as many girls not chosen as, as many girls that came for
1: Casa amore Literally. It was, it was peak. <laughs> it was peak. We, I knew from when Casey didn't pick Cynthia, it's downhill from yeah. here. Yeah. It's downhill from here. Because Casey, of all the boys, had the least loyalty. Or could have a argument to be yeah. the least loyal. Yeah, you, you can have a clean conscience to be like, look, the relationship
0: wasn't as established with Claudia, so I could definitely explore. And he was... The first day he was like, I'm hoping that Claudia is exploring too. So... I mean, even though Claudia has a bit of false hope, like, oh, I really want to, I really hope that Casey's like not seen other girls. It's only been two days, love. But yeah, I have a whole problem
1: with the Casey Claudia thing. I didn't. What I didn't like about the whole Casey Claudia Claudia Cynthia thing is that the 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 speech that he made. Mm. Like, I just feel like it's possible for you to stand up and be like, yeah, you know, Castlemore met Cynthia, really had a connection with her, but I still can't stop thinking about Claudia. I think I want to stick with Claudia, yeah. And that way, you're not invalidating the experience that Cla- um, Cynthia had, and you're not invalid you're not invalidating Claudia either. Mm. You're saying it was nice getting to know you. It's also been nice getting to know her. I think I want to see where it goes with her. Mm. Instead, it was like no one's made me feel as special as Claudia has, or I just haven't connected with anyone. And honestly, if I was Cynthia standing there, again, all of those are women, better women than me because I would have launched myself across that. That little platform and ripped his hair out. His of, of
0: course, I I needed Cynthia to really speak up and be like, "You weren't saying all these stuff when I was straddling you." He hasn't
1: mentioned that Claudia one single day in that since they kissed. No been in Casa Amor. kissing. Also, I'm sick of guys getting away with kissing multiple girls, and then on on the reveal of Casa Moore, only one person only one person is coming forward. Yeah, every person who kissed that guy should have Just put their hand up. Exactly, every single one. It was Cynthia,
0: of course. That other girl who got, got with Kai. Mm-hmm. Was anyone else? Was someone else? a blonde girl. And a blonde girl as well. I can't remember. I mean, it's, some of these Casamore girls were really just here for a holiday. Girl with
1: braids. What was her name? <laughs> she, I don't know what her name was, but yeah. she walked in there. She said, no thanks. No, she said, like, I'm going to chill. And they but, said, no thanks. So yeah. everyone knew it was no thanks. thanks. But, I, I mean, again, I, well, you could not pay me money to be a bombshell on Love no Island. And definitely on, not on this season. You could not no. pay me. There is not an amount of money that i go on there to be yeah. a, a bombshell. I
0: would prefer to be a bombshell like week two than I would Casa more. Would I you think... be a bombshell for Beyonce tickets? VIP? <laughs> no. VIP? No. You would. <laughs> you, yeah. are, you are you will be the cast. You will cast a more wherever you need to go. I'm, you be Casa Amor, Casa Amor will be <laughs> with I, with the cast a more even in the cast a a more single
1: shit interaction I had with the boys, I'm just saying in my head, you are my <laughs> <laughs> And that's why i be thinking is like, I'm gonna be on the stage. I'm gonna be on the stage. <laughs> yeah, I to I'm literally gonna be in Club Renaissance, so be Beyonce. On. Nobody can touch me. No one can get sca- that night when no one chose me. I'd be like, thank God, I need yeah. to go home and prepare. My concert. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they paying me best tickets. Do you know what I would do what the girl with the braids... I'm gonna call her Samira because I have no idea
1: what her name is. Is that racist? No, because she looks mm. like you know what? I'm gonna call her You're gonna have to find out what her name Anissi. is right now. You're not gonna call her anything. Um yeah. Shoshana is a white woman. No, by no, the way, don't so you know that's you know how racist don't it is. You dare what, what is said. her name?
0: What is her name? Can we get to the photos? Where is he okay? Linda.
1: Dun, 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 dun. You were really wrong.
0: So, no, because you know why? Because I confused her with Sanam. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> that was the but problem. But Linda, she came for a holiday. I mean, maybe I would do a Linda then. I will come, say hi to the boys and just sunbathe. Because what's the point? You knew you weren't attracted to any of these boys. There's no point... Oh, the challenges, though. I don't want to do
1: the those challenges. The challenges where they have to just run and just... But you don't have to sh- worry because no one's going to kiss you anyway. Because if you're not attracted to the boy, oh, are okay, not attracted to you, you're going to get
0: kissed. She really was having the chillest time should yeah. they say the person who's got, like, a feature that is yours. Yeah. Who has the... Who
1: is the shortest girl here? And who's the like, tallest girl and here? i like, no.
0: Nope. Sorry, I'm... That's not
1: me, guys. Bye. What, six and a half. It's not me, guys. You're gonna have to find someone else. Can you imagine just refusing to do the Christmas? don't know it's you. They'll get rid of you. Um, Honestly, all of a sudden, you just realise you're not in the edit. Where? Where did Linda go? Where did Linda go? Um. Yeah. It. It's. It's. Um. It was a brief castle more. It was. And you were barely in it. Yeah. <laughs> it was two days, and no one remembers that. That you
0: came over from from London to South Africa because I'm assuming she came from London. And then you had to wait before you joined. So you had a couple of days in a really nice villa off to the side of the actual villa. Yeah. Then you end up on the villa for a couple of days. That's a week trip. That's a holiday. Yeah. And you had some screen time, not enough screen time to get enough followers, but you got some.
1: At least you can put Love Island in your bio. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, if I'm getting on Love Island... I'm going as an OG. Yeah, yeah, yeah I want to, to know I'm going to get my yeah. screen time. I want to get voted out because yeah. I got voted out. Yeah. Not because, oh yeah, you came for Castle and Mall, it was two days long and no one picked you, so I'm <laughs> going win. And you had to stood here for the whole ceremony. Those five girls. In those heels, in the wind. Yeah. In little tiny dresses. And you're standing right next to my Jammer. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> no, it So, brief recap. Casey decides to stick with Claudia. Mm. Cynthia starts to cry, which...
0: Um, again as i mentioned before in my previous um podcast i don't feel sorry for the black contestants particularly the black female contestants if you come on love island
1: unfortunately you have to expect to be rejected or be ignored don't be caught like like, don't be caught slipping like i'm not going one i'm not going on love island and, and crying over a man no i'm also not going on love island crying over a man i met two days ago of course i'm also not going on love island crying over a white man well, I'm, I'm talking about specifically the white men on Love Island who are there for oh, blonde, blonde girls. girls with blue eyes. Yeah. I am not crying over you. No, no, no. We had a good time. Uh-huh. Good luck with your girl, in it. No. And but we again, go
0: home. But then again, that's why I don't feel sorry because you know that these producers, they never change. You always just pick the same guys who the types are. Blonde hair, blue eyes. I'm not. There's no point in really repeating it. No. Listen to the previous podcast. Who was next?
1: Um, Kai? Oh, no, it wasn't Kai. Who was next? Ron. It wasn't Ron. No, it wasn't Ron. Ron um, was after Kai. Okay, so maybe it was Kai. Yeah. Kai, Kai Kai decides to Go with San Go with San who is gorge. Yeah. Um here comes Olivia, trot 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 with the with the budget Kai. <laughs> B Kai. B-Tech Kai talking about oh, you tell me you miss me and you you and then you've moved on in in no matter what time sorry. Sorry, I hate to I hate to give you a reality check, but I'm going to have to give you a reality check on this reality show. You are coupled up with someone new. Kai is coupled up with someone new. What's what the is the problem? There is absolutely no problem with You that. and Kai don't have a spark first of all. No. You've been Kai's been bouncing from gal to gal to gal. It's not real. I don't, you yeah. went from Tom to someone to Tom to someone to Tom. You the only person you're fussed about is Tom in yeah. this place. Even to this day. To this day, you still care about Tom. Anyway, she's acting up. Kaya's like, I don't get what the problem is. Everybody who's sitting there is like, I don't get what the problem is. She's like, yeah, but you tell me you miss me. Olivia wants so badly to have this, like, underdog edit. Like, yeah, no one was... Olivia was screwed over by all the men. No. You're a villain. And you'll get what's coming to you. (laughs)
0: What was also making me laugh? It was the back and forth. She honestly was there thinking, I'm India.
1: Yeah. Made the best heartbreak win. That's what she thought was happening. And Kai was giving her, it ain't that serious. No. <laughs> and then the girl sat up, jumped in and was like, you have mando You have Maxwell. She said, I'm struggling to understand what the problem is Yeah. Here because it seems like everybody got what they wanted. She's like, <laughs> Maxwell made me feel like what I've been lacking in here. Real care. He showed me what the public have seen.
0: Where she's in the public online, i was realised, again, there's certain people are here just for the game and to win. Just for the game. And that is Olivia and also Ron. The way Ron talks about the show, he talks like a producer. The Ron way, yeah.
1: is next. Ron is next, yeah. Ron I didn't talk to no gal, slept on day bed. I'm a daybed. I, I finally realised in Lana's absence that I want to be with Lana. <laughs> as I said to Shoshana as we were watching it, Ron's thing, Ron's kink is that he wants to cheat on Lana in front of Lana's eyes. When she's not there, there's no fun. It's not. It's not enjoyable. He wants Lana to see him move into another girl. That's what he wants. Oh so he decides to stick with Lana. Of course, Lana comes trotting back, manless. Oh, I'm so happy, me and Ron. You are ill, because this man said to you not but a week ago. Listen you're my priority but i'm gonna try and lips that other girl and i need you to understand that you're still my priority and you yeah yeah <laughs> yeah to stay women this is why you can't root for all women
0: i no, i will say that after seeing that this this is the only couple where the man was loyal and the girl was loyal i think they have a high chance of winning it's so sad to say so but because so this, because all these couples are so problematic they have the sh- biggest chance of winning. And they have a love story where they kept on like, being split away. But mind you.
1: He split himself. <laughs> he split himself. We're not about to sit here and be like, Oh, star-crossed lovers. No. No, I know. And He's like, I'm feeling Sammy. She's my type. I know. I know. Uh, then next was Tom. Tom. Tom stood up. Oh, it's been a really hard thing for me. It's made me realise what I'm missing. Again, decided <laughs> to stick with Sammy. Sammy. The girlie who he was feeling up, Lydia, I think her name was, stood there looking absolutely mad. Yeah. Um, Sammy comes back, smiling, laughing, throws herself at Tom. <laughs> the Maya being like, hmm, have you been loyal to Tom? She was like, yeah, I have. And then she was like, Tom, have yeah. you been loyal to, to Lydia? And he said, um, kind of.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. but The thing is I have to rate Tom that like, he actually just said it out loud like, "Yes, I did explore some of these girls." And Sammy is sitting next to him. You could just see
1: the smile. She's glitching. Exactly. The she sm- doesn't know what to do.
0: This smile is fading fast. She's and she's like pulling her hair yeah. behind her ear. Literally trying to cover
1: the tears that's probably thought that's a form. And she said, uh, "Oh, I was able to enjoy Casual, all without lipsing people, without hugging people, cuddling people, and he just sat there. I'm telling you, when you met this guy, when you come in the villa, what was the story you heard about him? He's <laughs> lipsing girls, a different girl to the girl he's coupled up with, you and you thought you were special. As you get them, okay? and you thought you were special. I know. Anyway,
0: I did think out of all the girls that Tom had messed around with, I always felt that he was most compatible with Sammy. I thought he would say loyal, but
1: again, these men, these men were men in. I don't see it for the two of them. Ugly couple, first of all. And also just the two, I just don't think their personalities match at all. He should date a very sweet country girl. Don't think yeah. he has any business dating any girls from down south because they, they just, no. that all he does is he wants to be dominated. That's why he keeps going after these London girls. Yeah. Leave them alone. Yeah, true. Um, yeah. He gives, they give me
0: together a page and Adam five from last year. Adam the the, yeah yeah, Collard Collard and then Paige whatever her name was yeah Paige whatever her name was was very much her name yeah Paige Thorn I think was her name but either way it was still very much they kind of hooked together but as soon as they leave the villa Tom is going to Tom and cheat on her so quickly and so fast
1: anyway next we had Will (laughs) Will can I yeah context, the whole time this is going on and everyone's coming back and everyone's fuming, Will looks like he's going to piss and shit his pants at the same time. (laughs) He is bricking it. Maya even, unlike oh god, he was like, hey so how are you feeling? He's like, obviously not good. Yeah, feeling a bit shit actually. I'm scared, I'm terrified. Anyway, don't know what he had to be scared about. Jesse came back on her own. Yeah. Flew into his arms. Kiss, kiss, kiss. And I said, oh, Jessie, were you loyal to Will? She said, yeah, absolutely. She said, Will, were you loyal to Jessie? He says, no. (laughs) No, actually, no, I wasn't. No. And Jessie, face crack. Fam. She was getting deja vu because the exact same thing happened to her at Love Island Australia.
0: She experienced this in Love Island Australia, so this is nothing new. Oh, bear in
1: mind, the girl that Will was messing around with, became the spokesman for all of the castle <laughs> of girls so he knew there's no way i'm getting around this there's no uh you know respecting your dignity i won't say anything no layla said <clears throat> your man was all over me he wanted it he wanted it he wanted it i feel a bit betrayed i feel a bit this which you know what feel what you want to feel yeah I wasn't really fussed about that because I think Leila knew she's going home anyway so who cares. Mm. And I respect the Castlemore girls for taking the opportunity when they have it to just dash those relationships. Oh, 100%. Why should you enjoy if I'm not enjoying? Yeah. The crazy thing and what I hate and I feel like we talked about this before when we were initially talking about Love Island in the summer. Mm. Crying? Oh, we'll talk about love is blind specifically. Crying to get out of stuff. No. Men crying to get out of stuff makes me ill. (laughs) You did something wrong. Like, sitting here. Yeah. The crying, because now I feel like I have to comfort you. You did something wrong. Everyone, oh, Will, 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 trying to comfort him. Hello? fam. he
0: caused it. Two days ago, this guy was saying, but you want to kiss me, yeah, don't you? You want to kiss me? You want to kiss me? I
1: know. Last but but not least.
0: And I knew it, because I remember saying to Marnie, I was like, who is at the end of this sofa? Because they're the one that's got to really feel fire.
1: And my guy felt pepper. When he stood up and none that, of the That girls, was Shaq. Shaq stood up and not one girl would make eye contact with him. I said, Tanya's coming back with someone. Mm. Tanya's coming back with that budget, Jamie. Mm. He's <laughs> bringing him back. It's over. He stood up. Oh yeah, you know all these girls tried to talk to me, but I didn't talk to them. I slept on the day bed because I know what I've got. I love this girl so much; i will die for her. Whatever fucking crazy speech he made. Oh, and he, they made sure that he he
0: kept on talking. Yeah, to he he speak. had a lot. He had a to lot say. to say.
1: He spoke probably the longest of all the guys. Just then laying that foundation. Open the door. Oh, little Tanya Oh, what's this, Martin? Martin, Tanya and Martin are walking. Shaka's standing there. <laughs> that that silence, if you you don't even need this to be a visual medium because that silence <laughs> is Shaq's face. Oh a hundred percent. That silence is Shaq's face. At the past time, yeah. When the door
0: opened, we both screamed.
1: I think yes. As if we didn't know that was gonna happen. I just screamed. <laughs> I love a moment where you scream. I love <laughs> a moment where you scream and it was a screaming moment because Tammy came out. Still from couldn't make eye contact. First of all, I just feel like, I don't know. Maybe it's because they're actual real people and they don't mean to hurt people. But if, I, if I'd done that, I would be holding my head high. Of course you would. If I'm going to be a villain, honey, I'm going to be a villain. <laughs> I'm going to be like, here's the thing. I came, to, I came to Love Island to find love and I haven't found it. <laughs> but with Martin, maybe I will. <laughs> You're so the India. You're so <laughs> the India, like made the best heartbreaker win. No, because you can't do that best heartbreaker win and he stepped there by himself. The heartbreaker has The Heartbreaker has one, one. Oh, yeah, so because a you walk basically you walk in and you go, oh <laughs> I know. I perfectly honest, to me this
0: would be like this is payback for when you would get at me at the challenge for kissing the guys.
1: I told you I was a good kisser. I've got him too. <laughs> I'd be like, listen, Shaq, baby, it's not you, it's me. No. No.
0: <laughs> no. It's not you, it's me. I it's... don't like you. No, exactly. <laughs> the,
1: that was the issue. I didn't like you. <laughs> you liked me, but I didn't like you. Oh, God. He, he, I feel like, honestly, I don't know what it is about him, but I just don't believe him. No. I think he's playing a really big game. Yes. And he, I think he knew that Tanya didn't really like him. I think he was banking on at some point she would betray him. The public would get behind him, he'd recouple and he'd make it to the end. I mm. think that's what his game plan is. And I think, Tan, you could see that was what his game plan was. And she went, I'm going to match with someone now. Yeah. One, it's going to be good TV, whether they get back together or not. And two, you're weird. I still feel like
0: the producers kicked off Casa more the minute they saw the cracks. No, I mean the deep, deep cracks in Shaq and Tanya's relationship. Because I was like, when is this Castle Amor going to happen? And I said, as soon as we all all these lovey-dovey couples are going to start to break up, that's when they bring Casa more. Because that fight that they had was still so almost a bit raw that actually Shaq could have easily gone off with someone and not felt guilty about it. Because they left it off being like, you know, we'll just make do, we'll both apologise, but actually, Tanya by that point had already had the ache, and Shaq was like, that girl so too st- stubborn, how dare she call me um, her ex, or compare me to her ex. Like, it wasn't resolved. So, for me, I don't feel so for Tanya, or well, I feel like she would have stood in her ground more, and just owned it. Like, yeah, I brought this guy with me. Mm-hmm. I think they make a better looking couple, even though Martin is the equivalent, and is the epitome of a African nigerian smooth talker
1: there's no doubt about it yeah he's gonna be a heartbreaker 100%. she's gonna get her heart broken and shaq's gonna be like see this is why she's stuck with me oh, the thing that really got to me was his line oh i'm a nice guy and i guess nice guys finish last <laughs> you're a creep and creeps finish last i know what you're the game yeah. is so evident I can't stand it. And I'm glad that she's shaking things up because watching yeah. the two of them is making me feel ill. Yeah. Actually, my favourite part of the whole segment, it
0: was when Maya turned to Martin and was like, how do you feel, Martin? And he was like, I'm just happy to be here.
1: Yeah, he's like, I feel great. <laughs> <laughs> I can't yeah. wait to sleep in... I can't wait to, to sleep, sleep in Shaq's bed. It. With <laughs> Shaq's girl. But the thing is, what why I
0: was even more confused is because, like with Olivia, when they're holding the guys that they brought back from Casa Ramor they're, they're poor, still pouring how much they love their old guy and they're standing next to their new so guy and the new guy, is, the new guy just has to be like, okay,
1: cool. Yeah, she was like, well, I don't think it's over for me and Shaq. Uh?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so when Marty said, that, oh, I'm so happy to be here, I was like, family's going, as soon as the next bombshell comes in, just say goodbye. Just say goodbye. You gotta say goodbye before they make say
1: goodbye to you. He's literally gonna change
0: change a name on the ticket to Greece that he promised you to for the
1: next bombshell. The last the guy who this happened to last year, the guy that um India was coupled up with. As soon as she went back to he was just floating around Floating around the villa doing nothing.
0: Until he had his, his own... Doing memes. Doing memes. He became his own meme guy. And that was his only arc. And then he got together to go with that other girl. And then they both left. Of course after. they did.
1: Because nobody cares no. about the Casa people. That's the thing.
0: That's why I wouldn't want to be a Casa Amor bombshell at all. No.
1: Even for Beyonce tickets. Well. <laughs> we have we, we have come to a conclusion that one of us Okay. do anything yeah and uh, one of us will be like You'd be like hi I'm Rani and I'm 22 years old Ooh, we'll yeah. give or take eight years <laughs> <laughs> I like swimming I like looking out the window and I love boys this is my love my that's character. yours um, <laughs> what kind of boy? what's my type I don't really have a type I just like chat and <laughs> good teeth but be rich though also having money um, what do I want to get out of this? I really just want to get Beyonce ticket. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I really want to find love. Wink. I give <gasps> a heck about this. No, I will go... And then on <laughs> the day that they vote me out, I'll drop the act. I'll be like, I just want to say I have a degree and all of you are ugly. And <laughs> <laughs> then you do the same shot that Zara did that she yeah. <laughs> <even know. laughs> I would have with You're should- all going to regret yeah. this.
0: <laughs> I would use my confessional... To be like an apprentice in a, a professional. <laughs> I am the best in both <laughs> business.
1: <laughs> when people see me, they know it's not Doggy Dog. dog. <laughs> My nickname is I always get stuff done because I always get stuff done. <laughs> and they're like, love, you're on the wrong show. <laughs> no, no, no. You're wearing a suit in the promo. <laughs> Everyone's wearing bikinis, you're wearing like a full freebie suit. What is happening? <laughs> it's happening right now? My type, anyone who can read the power of money. <laughs> I don't know, I couldn't Anyone it. that can read rich dad, poor dad, but they don't need to worry because they have a rich dad and they're rich. I'm all about the money. I, I, <laughs> my, my, my motto in life is simple. Get rich or die trying. <laughs> or just... <laughs> get rich or die. I,
0: I'm, I'm here to make sure that Alan <laughs> <the> Sugar faces... <laughs>
1: My Java is going to give me the role as apprentice. <laughs> At the end of this, I'll be the last man standing. Like, love, this is the how the show works. I'm here to win. I'm... Do you remember when everyone was saying Danica's dates were like going to work <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be me and my dates. Oh, so how many. So, how much money do you earn a year, would you say? <laughs> it's important to know. When we do our Date and Scribble series, this is when we talk about how we, uh, date and the scribbles. And how much scribbles. How, been, how, many, how many scribbles. How many names we have to scribble out after <laughs> all those dates.
0: Um, I'm sorry, I feel like you should use your first or second date. Like, not officially like an interview, but do with style, okay? Style.
1: Other yeah. news this yes. week. Rihanna done in a Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. She didn't, didn't? a super bowl she did a super bowl um she did do done super bowl uh-huh are you
0: gonna
1: do <laughs> she time? done did she, she done, done did a, did a super, super bowl, bowl. um f- thoughts about the performance i actually really enjoyed it okay i really enjoyed it i thought her yeah. vocals banged yeah actually yeah. and i've never really full disclosure rihanna please don't please don't blame me but i don't really think of rihanna as vocal girly no, I don't think she does either. She's not... She can't sing Irreplaceable.
0: No. She can't. Well, no, do not she did unfaithful.
1: She can do unfaithful, but she can't sing Irreplaceable. She can't sing um, yeah. If I Were a Boy. I think she could. Wow. Well, I think she could sing If I Was a Boy. Wow. I'm trying to think I'm trying to think She I could've was, sing like, Me, Myself and I, and you know that's true. Yeah, maybe. She couldn't sing Me, Myself and I. No, she couldn't. Like, um, but, Rihanna does have absolute bangers yes and honestly song after song I was just like where well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was getting my life watching that I, I can't you can't deny it at all you I can't. was getting my life yeah I didn't watch it when it happened so I woke up in the morning yeah. and saw people being like oh, I don't want to say it but is Rihanna pregnant when I watched the thing I was like sorry that was a no. question the first shot you guys were doing questions about whether or not she. Was, you thought she just came out oh. with a pot belly yeah Okay. i was rubbing it yeah and that the, the camera zoomed out she touched her belly
0: and started singing american she people is i
1: really do not believe know no how to have mm-hmm. um absolutely no ability to read visual cues or yeah. read words yeah. in general yeah they can't read okay their literacy is bad so, i know visual literacy actual literacy no.
0: um so two things on that because she was she had been in a lot of interviews in the lead up to the performance she did mention things like one she studies beyonce super bowl performance because it is one of the best super bowl performances of all time and she was like i need to stay from the best so i was like okay i'm i'm excited about this i'm anticipating this even more i will say that she did look and don't don't drag me flame her don't drag me no no she did look like she she you could tell she's had had a baby was the point that you're trying to make i'm basically saying that i'm not surprised that she is pregnant because she looked like she was <laughs> she was pregnant yeah she was pregnant but also she without her announcing she looks a bit more like she was she was glowing but she, she had a whole bloody bump. yeah yeah but she looks even bigger for someone that that let's just say this for someone that a baby she did it in may and she said that she was like going hard out on this like performance and rehearsals i'm not saying that she's gonna bounce back like the way beyonce did for homecoming but i thought oh this maybe she's healthy she, it was let's flag that but i was thinking oh maybe she'll be more in that physique plus the big clue she was covered up everything about her before like her dress was very covered up even the, the teaser that she did with um apple she's wearing this big yellow jacket looks gorgeous and a black dress and i was like she's so covered up and i'm not saying that Is a bad thing if she's covered up or not? But I was so surprised because I was thinking, yeah, because in my head I'm like, Rihanna is definitely known for you know really bringing sultry performances and her even her costume is a bit more on the revealing side. So even for a teaser, I assumed that it would be a bit more provocative, basically, in what she was going to wear, and it wasn't. So for me, I was thinking she still looks like she's got a bit of the baby weight from the previous baby, which is understandable. But then she looks like she's glowing. And she's so covered up. When she announced that she was pregnant, I was like, I'm not surprised. However, people were saying she was going to announce something new. I just thought it was going to be more a new album or a new tour. Not a new baby, but congratulations on baby number two because it's exciting. It is exciting. And her baby boy is adorable. In regards to the performance, I'll be very quick. I was a little bit underwhelmed because I I was really looking forward to this. And I was really looking forward to the performance, even more than I thought I was going to be, because she does have such amazing tracks, amazing songs. Like she could do twice as long of that performance with all the different songs that wasn't even played, like What's My Name or you know some of the other songs that I really love and I would have a good time. I just felt like she I wasn't expecting like costume changes and a bit more on the choreography side. But I understand why it was a bit more paid back. And she really, her dancers, her backup dancers, they really brought it. But there was some times when you could tell the energy was dipping. Like there's a moment when she's, she turns around and she trying like shake her butt and twerk. And it just, it's just not there. And I was like, maybe you, sh- you shouldn't have bothered doing it and just stood there and, and sang and the, get the dancers to dance around you and do it that way. But I understand more of the concept as to why she couldn't go full out but that being said the music was amazing the transitions were great i i loved the music aspect of it i just didn't feel like for a super bowl performance and how anticipated those those stages are and the kind of level of performance that we expect from those shows i just didn't feel like it gave in the same way
1: i will say that i thought honestly like when it started and she was on that floating stage, I thought, this looks spectacular, actually. Like, the staging yeah. of this is yeah. really, really grand. Like, yeah, Beyonce yeah. had a great performance. Yeah, she's a performer, it's what yeah. she does. The staging was quite basic. Yeah. I thought what Rihanna did, probably knowing, oh, I'm not going to do big dance yeah. numbers, let's give people something to feast their eyes on. And yeah. I think it looked visually gorgeous. I think the people who directed it as well, making sure mm-hmm. the cameras are in the right angles, did a really great job and as a fan of like the savage fenty show i felt like this was very much in keeping with that brand and so i guess for me it wasn't a surprise that she wasn't going full out because i actually don't think i've seen her go full out for a very long time so yeah when it opened and she said hi i'm pregnant i said cool she cool she's managing
0: our expectations yeah, yeah
1: exactly and i i just again i don't I'm sure Rihanna is a brilliant dancer, but I just don't really think of her as that anymore. And I don't think of her... I, feel, I was genuinely surprised by how much I enjoyed her vocals. Mm. And I, I'm glad... I'm glad that she prioritised that over, you know... She gave us a little wiggle. I enjoyed like, the little yeah, wiggles. Because yeah. that's how our music makes me feel. Like, I yeah, want to do a yeah, little wiggle. Yeah. I don't think I want to do full Beyonce yeah. choreography every single, to every single yeah. song. So, I enjoyed it, but... Um, yeah, maybe I just, I, I I had a, I knew, I came into it thinking it's going to be like a Savage Plenty show and mm. it was um for me. Yeah. And I just want to see those floating platforms. I was like, fucking hell. It was, it was, it was incredible. It was, it was, it was How did was they even safe. get those, like, out, during, no. was, was
0: that out all night? It was, during the, like it was during the break. They crazy, crazy, crazy. The, the I think someone was, did a TikTok of like, because they were at the, in the stadium and they did a TikTok of, the behind the scenes, as they were bringing the the stage basically in, yeah. and it's a, it's a really quick operation. So they they've had to rehearse that a few times. Yeah, it's smart. Um, but yeah, no, it looks it looks great. I mean, she looks amazing. I love the visuals of like all the backup dancers in white. Mm. She's in red. I love the the little products placement with her blotting her face with the Fenty products. Um, her music since the show uh, music sales have gone up by three hundred and ninety percent. Wow, um, it was one of the highest rated. Super Bowl performances and also games, because I think I've heard that the game was great because, you know, there was a whole football game that <laughs> happened at the same time. And, you know, so I think it's an amazing things for her, her brand, the music, and she's still, baby, I think she... Baby. The baby We're as going well. to great school now. Exactly, yeah. I mean, that, you know. And also, um, she's talked about how she wants to release new music this year. So, you know, there's opportunity for new music. Would you want to see her on tour?
1: Would you go and see her in a show? It's difficult, isn't it? Because it's like... I'm not... I, I think her dancers will be great. Yeah. Um, But... You can... Like, all of her bangers you can actually hear in the club. Yeah. I think that again, not to just talk about Beyoncé every week, but (laughs) I feel like the issue with renaissance is, and maybe I haven't been in that uh, Like, when Rihanna was, like, really, really banging, Mm. I was out a lot more. So I felt like her music is so synonymous to me with, like, being out in the club Mm. and dancing and all of that stuff. And, like, I don't think there were... I've been out once where they played songs from renaissance. Yeah. So I would be like, oh, I have to go to this concert because I'm just not getting the experience that I want. Whereas with Rihanna... I actually couldn't get that in the club. Yeah. I mean, she hasn't done music in like six years, so we would we'll be listening to we we'll be listening to old songs at the yeah,
0: concert. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Oh, yeah. A lot of it. But also the new stuff, if she does go on tour. Well, let's see uh, the new stuff,
1: innit? Yeah. We'll
0: I'm, see how I, feel. <laughs> I'm actually... If I... Oh, this is going to be controversial. I think you're going to shout at me. Um, if it was between Beyonce and Rihanna, seeing them on tour... I've probably be more excited to see Rihanna from the music standpoint. Like, I've seen Beyonce on tour. Right, okay. So I think I've be more excited to see Rihanna on tour because I know I'll have a good time because the music, it's, it just takes me back. Like, every song that was being played at the Super Bowl, it took me back to the time when, yes, I heard it in the club or I heard it when it came out or I was still at school and it, I was watching it on MTV Bass and just, like, all MTV hits and just really vibing. And I think I'll be excited to actually see her live which I'm surprised by but I think it's because she has such a great catalogue that I've not experienced in a tour capacity whereas I've, I've seen Beyonce and she has done amazing work and because I don't think I have the same level of excitement around Renaissance I think that's why I'm probably more I would be more excited if, she, if Rihanna did announce a tour you don't know what that new album is going to sound like no but I know that amongst the new album I know that she's going to have some amazing hits that she'll bring out because you still have to do some old stuff. You can't do 10 songs of your new stuff on tour.
1: Well, we'll see when Mango go to see what you We'll see. The last bit of
0: pop culture news was... Probably some good news for Money. The mole has been renewed for a second season. <laughs> 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 I did that. Yeah, you, you alone. I
1: fucking did that. You alone. The people, <laughs> I did that.
0: The people at Netflix heard. <laughs> I did that. <laughs> and I just... I mean... It's a great. It was a good show. But listen to our top shows and flops of 2022 because you also see Marnie goes to bat on this show. Um, but yeah, it's been announced it's coming for series two.
1: Listen, lads, you know where <laughs> I'll be when that season drops. I'll be at the cinema. <laughs> I'll be at the cinema. I would have rented out the cinema so we can all sit and screen all ten episodes back to back, honey. No one's leaving this theater.
0: And you know, I think we will definitely review it. I think definitely the success of Traitors shows that there is an appetite for this type
1: of format. Do you know what's crazy. What? I watch Traitors. Yeah. They did Traitors US. I don't want to watch that.
0: Or US version. Of yeah. Ah. Oh.
1: The Mole is my US version. <laughs> it's the Mole for the US. Traitors for the UK. I don't, ah, want to cross, I don't want to cross streams.
0: I Also, the US one, they use a lot of, like, D-list celebrities. Which, and I've heard... And it's also hosted by Alan Cummins. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I've heard that it's good. Like, it's even more dramatic than the UK one. But the UK one, I mean... I need to watch it. For it... Listen, the beauty of the, of the traitors and the beauty of the mole is that you have regular people thinking that they're playing a game. Yeah. And they're not... Yeah. Whereas when you get people who've been on reality TV before, no. they have actually played the game, so it yeah, doesn't count. Like, no. I don't think you could grab the people who are in the mall, put them in the traitors, yeah, and get the magic that you had in the mall because everyone's now like the game is the game is the game. Yeah. Whereas in the mall, again, we're not gonna go on this, we're not gonna long. go. I mean, but joy, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Name my first kid Joy, that because just, was just out of this mad I think joy <laughs> will Dom,
0: <laughs> yes. I mean, it's it'll Casey, be, yeah. <laughs> it'll be fun to see how they navigate series two because, like, what we've, 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 we've talked about with like Love is Blind, usually the first season is the best because it's a brand new format. I mean, the most slightly different because the format existed before mm-hmm. and they rebooted
1: it, but same what... traitors, actually. Oh, there was, a, there was actually an Australian traitors. Uh, Didn't bang and they and probably, then they brought it. I got
0: it Oh, you. don't worry. Australia's gonna bring it back, and when they do it's gonna come out savage. Look at married at first sight That's as true. a case in
1: point. That is true. Case in point, I, um, Australia has married at first sight. First sight unlocked. The UK has traitors unlocked. The US has the mall unlocked. Okay, it's what it is.
0: Yeah. So either way, we'll be reviewing it. Congrats to the team at the mall, and I'm so looking forward to seeing who is gonna come from the new series. I'm talking of the old series, a couple of the guys are on Perfect Match and we will be reviewing that very soon.
1: Yes. And I just want to say to the Netflix press team, I'm happy to share my address with you. You can send me a press pack for the mole. I will tweet. I will TikTok. I will a Facebook message. I will Instagram about the mole. I love the mole. Make me the mole <laughs> make me the mole, um, or you know how like Katya and Trixie watch stuff on YouTube, like Netflix things. Yeah. Get me in that room with them. Yeah. Talk about the mole because yeah. I, I love the mole. Yeah. I'm so proud of myself.
0: I'm I'm surprised, but I'm yeah, I'm happy that it's it's come back so that we can really go into it, for the next season. I'm actually grinning yeah. from ear to ear. The me. best
1: news. The best news.
0: <sighs> Well, speaking of good news, we're going to move
1: on to our review of the week. How did you make that segue? <laughs> that what, 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 speaking of good news, what has that got to do? I'm, I'm just curious. I didn't even I think was, it was bad. I just want to see what your. I was just like, what can we do to
0: just move <laughs> no, the podcast alone? No. I was just thinking, the good news is that we are now talking about our meaty, chunky review of this week. Love
1: that. Let's do it. Let's do it okay our review of the week is a bit of a, a weird one usually mm. we'll watch something f- from the first season yeah. but we are reviewing the fourth season of atlanta the final season the final season of yeah. atlanta atlanta is a show created by donald glover mm-hmm. of community fame um with his brother stephen glover and uh, the director hero Murai, and um I don't know when the first season started, it's actually. It a while ago. Um, it was definitely before the pandemic. Oh, Maybe 2018. I was going 2018, but let me just double check. It was a long time ago. It must have been 2018 because the second season must have been 2019, and then they started shooting in the pandemic, season three, which they had to pause. Okay. It definitely felt like a pandemic season. They had would, to pause would, it, been, and yeah. then it came out last year, in the UK at least. Hmm. So
0: twenty sixteen it came out wow. in the UK. Twenty sixteen. Wow. Um that's just a UK date. God, that's such a long time, it's ago. A long time ago. I mean he's been on for a while, but also I I know there was some gaps. There were some gaps between seasons. It's
1: not been like once a year. No, no, no. So Sorry, I was just having an absolute mental break just then. I was like, Two thousand and five and two thousand sixteen are long times ago. Oh, they they're definitely a long time ago, times ago, yeah. We were born in the
0: 90s. Yeah, it's it's actually quite crazy to think about What? The, the kids that are 23 were just born in 2000. When you start hearing kids go, when you start hearing people say, what's your date of birth? Someone said, 2000,
1: f- 2005. I have a 14-year-old cousin. Oh. But, so that means she literally... 2000 and... 10 no, at least. Nine,
0: 2009. Nine. Oh, that's really
1: awesome. What? Can you imagine writing 2009 zero zero as your date of birth? 2009, I was stressed about six four oh my god. Oh my god. Same. Same. Wait. <laughs> They'd be like, where will I go to uni? Ah! Yeah, no. It's just. So, yeah. 2016, I was out of uni. I was that's... deeply, deeply miserable. And really... I remember yeah. seeing the announcement of Fat Lantern being like, interesting. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. And then watching the first season and being like, this is really fun. I like this. Yeah. And watching the second season and being like, this is even better. I like this. First season, question mark. Third yeah. And fourth season, I was a bit apprehensive because of mm. the third season. Mm. And, and actually, I like how it opened. At first, I was a bit nervous in that first yeah. episode because they're all separate. Yeah. And that's what season three felt like. Yeah, like, yeah. everyone's on their own little journeys. And I was like, listen, the, the magic and heart of this show it's is one, they together. Sphere. I mean, a bit of context because we're not going to go
0: through every synopsis for each of the seasons. No, but honey. The show is really about a group. Or we can say friends and a bit of family. Yes. Um, Paperboy. Paperboy, he's a rapper. His- Alfred. Alfred, Alfred up and coming rapper in Atlanta. And his he's cousin, Ernest, who, or Ern. Yeah, Ernest. Ern. Um, um, yeah. Who asks to be his manager. Yeah. And his he's manager the def- manager for most of the seasons, well, yeah. most of the, the seasons. And then his girlfriend, who becomes his... It, am I wrong in saying fiance?
1: Well, it's weird. I don't think at the beginning of the series, Van and Ern are together. They're not together. No, but they have a child together. They have a child together and sometimes they hook up. Yeah, and that continues. Yeah. Um And, and Dan, Darius, who is Alfred's roommate. Yeah, who is a bit quirky? He's definitely the Phoebe of the group.
0: Uh he's the Shoshana of the group. He's the Shoshana he's
1: of the
0: group.
1: He's Shoshana, the Shoshana Phoebe of the group. Who is Ernest? Monica. No. He's Marnie. He is Marnie, yeah. Ernest is Hannah. Ernest is Hannah. And then, and then Paperboy is Jessica then. Paper, yeah, Paperboy is Jesser. Why one thing I'm about to I serious. think Sazie beats Shoshana. We see? I think Sazie beats I think um vanished Van Shoshana no but
0: then who is then who is actually no what Darius is Jessa Darius is Laird <laughs>
1: <laughs> Darius is Laird
0: <laughs> that's who Darius yes, is yes 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 yeah um, let's not put this okay yeah actually that makes more sense <laughs> then maybe yeah maybe Van is Shoshana
1: I think Van is Shoshana because you know how like, Shoshana wins at the end yeah, like she's the shoot. one who's like I do you guys I'm out of here yeah but she's
0: also yeah she's also willing to like disappear yeah. and then come back yeah But it's just like, I mean, Darius is my favorite character. Yeah. I I, I didn't realize he would grow on me as much as he did until I was watching a bit of series three, because context is that I had definitely watched series one. I think when it came out, I think I watched it around the the same time it came out, I had watched a little bit of series two, but then when I knew we were reviewing Atlanta series four, I decided to try and watch series three, However, the flow of the season and the fact that it's a bit of an anthology threw me off because it was so, it had really nothing to do with what I had seen in the previous seasons and didn't really feature much of the group, which is what I loved about series one and a bit of series two for what I watched. And then I jumped in for, I had to only, I think I only watched up to episode six of series three, gave up and then jumped straight to series four because we have a podcast to record and i was <laughs> and i also realized from what marley recommended last week and i should have listened is that it does not matter if you watch series three you can just jump straight in series four and i should have just done that and i i thank god for the video or the youtubers who did a bit of a summary and the recap of the previous seasons because that
1: really helps me get up to speed with what had happened yeah it's really interesting to say were up to speed because it's like what ha- what
0: ha- happened what well, I got up to see- with series 1 and 2 just to remind me of what happened because I knew of course I knew about paperboy I knew about Ernest has been the manager and I knew about Van and Darius but I didn't know what had happened in their story up to that point
1: so I went into series 4 having watched season three maybe march of last year mm. or June mm. and I didn't I knew I didn't want to rewatch it. yeah and there was stuff that happened in series 4 that like Touched on things from the past that I was like, I actually don't think I need to rewatch this to remember yeah. what the context of this is. I think the way we've touched on it is exactly how much information yeah. we got in the past. Like, um, so in episode two, Ernest tells the story about why he left Princeton, and actually early on in the series, it is a bit of a nobody knows why he's left Princeton, but he's left Princeton, and he's saying he dropped out because it was a waste of his time. But I think Paperboy makes a remark being like, "Oh, you can handle it." And mm. so to finally hear what it was, yeah. I was like, "Oh, this is a, such a final season thing." To be like, mm. we're going to wrap up this thread. Like, there was a reason why we left this. There was a story behind it. We just decided to like hold off on sharing it. Mm. But that made me go. As he was telling the story, I was like, "I realize you. We made it tough We made it through four seasons of like I'm ten episodes without ever ever touching on this yeah. thing, which is like clearly a really big part of this character's yeah. journey." Um, which I enjoyed. There was something else as well. I think, it, you, I think
0: we were discussing it, and you mentioned it as well, was the fact that Paperboy doesn't really perform in series four. Like, I don't hear him rap at all. He comes off stage yeah, at times. Yeah, we him come off the stage. But, and I have to remember, as I was watching series four, I was thinking, I swear we had music. That this, One reason why I liked Atlanta in series one was because I felt it was kind of a music comedy show like music was at the heart of it especially given that Donald Glover is Charles Gambino like I was like oh where's the music have I missed something and even in series three what I didn't particularly like was just every episode was just Paperboy just blowing up at someone and getting angry and I was like I'm just kind of I don't need to see him get angry at every single person even though they are taking the piss and taking advantage of him but what I really what made me feel
1: like something was missing was like why is he not performing? Why is he not longer a rapper? Why is this not being talked about? What's going on? Yeah, I just remember the other thing that they touch on as well. That Ernest mentions in that second episode, speaking to a therapist that, oh, well, I've finished probation. Yeah. And he was on probation. For what? Because in the end of the second series, him and Ernest are about to go on tour. On the
0: plane, Yeah, yes.
1: and he yeah. has a gun and he puts it in... In so. someone else's bag. Oh, yeah. But because they're a group, they I think they all ended up getting in oh. trouble. I think that's what he's on probation for.
0: Okay. No link, though. No mention. No no context.
1: Well, there, there is a... Like, they mention yeah. it, and, but, it, like, it... it. What it made me think, watching yeah. that final season, about what Atlanta has sort of evolved into, mm-hmm. is that, like, all of those narrative threads are not important. Yeah. Like, they're texture, but they're not... There's no... um sense of having to tell yeah. a certain story or show it either like
0: they just there's an assumption that the viewer will make and connect the dots yeah i yeah. think
1: that like it's interesting actually that we are talking about it having a narrative it needing to have a narrative because sitcoms don't always have a narrative yes. like you have a concept for an episode. And mm. yet of course you have characters with overarching like storylines. Mm. Like Will, Ross and Rachel get together. But on an episode to episode basis. Sometimes there's just an episode where you're like. This has not advanced that plot. No. And no. I think that they, they've taken that. That looseness of structure. Mm. And it's what leads to them being able to tell the story. That they feel like telling at that moment in time. Mm. And I imagine being in a room for a show like that is quite fun. Because you can come in and just pitch a story, and you don't have to explain how we're going to get from A to B to be able to tell this story. Yeah. You can just be like, randomly, episode four now is a road trip.
0: Yeah, true. Or you have randomly a documentary, a fictional documentary about how the, the CEO. Goofy movie was oh, made. goofy movie and the CEO of Disney. He was black again. All fictional. I'm not gonna lie. I had to Google.
1: <laughs> I I it, almost it was because so, it
0: felt it really was real. So realistic. I was so like, yeah. am I missing something? Because. I'm telling you, it doesn't feel right. I don't know. Sorry, I'm telling you, it doesn't feel real that Disney will have a black CEO. Plus, they also put that little um caveat at the beginning of the show. So I was yeah. like, wait, Disney knows about this because yeah. this is a Disney show. Yeah. But, you know, I, th- I think it was so well done.
1: But I'd I love think to know how they pitched how, that. Yeah, wonder how they pitched it. How they cle- like cleared it as well because they had to go and get like you know archive footage of the actual film and the
0: animations as well. Yeah.
1: Um, to use. Yeah. So, yeah, Disney had to be involved. I'd love to know how they sold that to the execs. I
0: think when I was watching the show, especially when we got to that episode, I remember thinking, and I said it to you, I felt like Donald Glover or Atlanta was kind of like a writer who was writing a show with the idea that they would never write a show again. It's like they were throwing every single type of idea and narrative to the wall and hoping it sticks and that's why I didn't feel like anything was cohesive which for a viewer if you're watching it on a week by week basis which I think is this is what you were talking about how it was released it can be a bit exciting for someone that just binged it all the way through which is what I did it, it left me being feeling a little confused and I really appreciated some of the more grounded episodes where you have majority of the main cast in this in the scene like mm-hmm. the road trip with or the camping trip with um van and Ern and their daughter or even the last episode which i really enjoyed and you know you have you you learn more about darius or the therapy episode where I, I actually that was probably my favorite from the whole season where you get that moment where you understand he had an issue with therapy he was trying to get on the plane the person who was um the he stopped him the, uh, yeah the uh, what's called the cashier stopped him and then you hear, see her backstory that she wants to be an aspiring writer for children books and then the kids boo her as she's having a big break to to read to the kids in front of her agent and all the kids kind of like boo her and heckle her and then she loses her opportunities to get a book deal and that was all orchestrated by Ernest, like yeah that was fun or the parents one i just i loved some of the more grounded episodes because it helped with some of the it doesn't need to be a full narrative but it helped with just giving each character some development it didn't need to be full development but it just made me connect with them a little bit more and why i love series one so much
1: yeah i think i so i had two things i think to your point about it feeling like a writer who's never gonna write again i didn't get the impression it was a, a it was a series written by a writer who was never going to write again. I think I got the impression that it was like a writer really trying to fully exploit the freedom that he's had mm. to make the show that he wanted to make. And mm. I feel like Atlanta is a show that has not been in any way stymied by what I think a lot of black creative shows have been mm. by, I, I think like some of the wackiest, um, sequences some of the boldest premises some of mm. the like borderline oh i don't know if this yeah. should be allowed type ideas have come from this show yeah. and i think it's because fx have really said go make the show that you want yeah. and i do think at times like with season three they pushed that experiment a bit too far yeah. And made a show that maybe they really enjoyed that actually ended up alienating the audience a lot. Yeah. And I'm saying that as a person who is a big fan of of Atlanta and a big fan of the surreal and the kind of shows that um, Donald Glover is like pulling from as references. Mm. But I equally feel like the best episodes of Atlanta are the ones that have a really complete story in them. Yes. And... Um, some of those episodes in the third season, I was like, I actually just don't understand what's going on. And it doesn't matter that you conclude the episode because I just don't understand what this yeah. added in terms of the episode or in terms of the season overall. Like my favorite, favorite episode from that first season is when um, Paperboy is go- like, he's doing a cub appearance and it gets to the club, and Paperboy says to Ernest, go get our money because this place is kind of dead and I want to go. And the club promoter just keeps disappearing. Like, every time Ernest is trying to get hold of him, he keeps disappearing. And then towards the end, he literally, he's right there. And Ernest, he's like, one set to Ernest. And then he's like, goes to get his drink. And he turns around and the guy has disappeared behind the wall. Like, the wall's just moved. <laughs> and and it's like, this is so dumb and wacky. Like, these yeah. jokes are so, like... The joke is he can't catch the guy who needs to yeah. give him money. But it's just such a fun episode. And at the same time, um, like... Our Fred is at the table with this girl, you know, popping bottles, popping bottles. And then at the end of the night, when he's run out of bottles and he can't keep, she's gone off with whoever is the most, the next most famous person at the table. Because mm. this is, this is what it's like to go to the club. And she says to him, but didn't you have a good time with me? So you got what you wanted and I got what I wanted. And it's like, well, it's true. You wanted to speak to a hot girl, so you applied with alcohol. She wanted the alcohol, so she let you speak to her. Everything's a transaction. Yeah. And yeah. the entire episode is about transactions. He yeah. was at the club to perform a transaction and now they need the money. And um at the end, Ernest goes, like finally gets the guy, tries to get the money. The guy like I think like pulls a gun on him, or like grabs him by the throat, and yeah. Alfred comes in and just like pulls his gun out, shoots the ceiling or whatever, and every obviously immediately the guy scared of him is like, here's all the money, take all the money. And then as they go in, earlier in the episode, Darius had been like hey, look at this guy who's just bought an invisible car. And it's just a picture of a guy like leaving on nothing. (laughs) And it's like, oh, what a stupid joke. And at the end, as they're leaving the club, someone's shooting, so everybody starts running, and then all you see all these people get run over by an invisible car, <laughs> and you're like, exactly, you had a gag at the beginning of yeah. the episode, and it came back, yeah. full circle, brilliant episode yeah. of TV. And that is like the the soldier boy, the crumb, yes, yes. the murder, which is so stupid. So stupid. No, but it was
0: like just so perfectly written, Like you had, you know, the fact that this guy, He's killing people that have done the cranked out soldier boy dance, which is, that is a throwback. Yeah. And then and the pig boy was like, Oh, actually in my, my time when I was selling dope, I also did the cranked out dance. We only had like 25 views, Yeah. which I thought was funny. And then, and then you have Darius and Ernest going, trying to find these like night trainers From this shoe guy in the back of a van, basically, or back of this car. Yeah, he was like the only
1: person he could get them. They were like immediately sold out. Exactly, and the guy was like,
0: "Oh, I've got your shoes. I've got the size, kind of, but you guys have to kiss." Yeah, I don't
1: want money. I I don't want want money. I want the kiss. And
0: (laughs) Darius is like, "Okay, I'm happy to kiss." And it's like, "No, mate."
1: What about our dignity? is quite you know straightforward he was like exactly. what is dignity if we exactly. have really cool trainers yeah
0: exactly why mind you paperboy is getting parano- paranoid about this crime that
1: murder goes to the shopping mall i don't know if he was trying to find him i i don't i, I actually was... wonder about what i wondered about this i don't think the shootout was even about him no i think it was, it was so just some people separately having a shootout at the wall it's that like, he happened
0: to, to be, be there to be there
1: and, I mean, he's supposed to soldier Boy, so that's why Elyon's got more scared. Yeah. Because like soldier Boy was saying, <laughs> I'm packing up right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm scared. I'm <laughs> like, going to get murdered because I actually says. also did the dance. Because <laughs> I did the dance, because I made the dance, and the song that goes to the
0: dance. And then, um, Quaker Boy's in a, in a mall, which happens to be at the same place where Darius and Ernst are having this moment where they're deciding whether they need to kiss to get these trainers. That's... Paperboy is coming out of the mall, in the parking lot where the uh, Darius and Ernest are. The shootout is happening, and a, a stray bullet shoots the guy that was asking Ernest and to kiss. While and, they're or, kissing, while they're kissing, because they it's like, okay, I'm actually gonna kiss, and I wasn't too sure. It was so slow in terms
1: of the timing, and it's like do out was, if I wanted to see them not, kiss, same. Because Darius
0: was right, ready. I'm like, my lips are open, <laughs> and then Alice is like, kiss me. Yeah, Ernest is like oh i don't know maybe and i was like no he's not gonna do it he's not gonna do it oh wait
1: his little pi- oh wait no the kids and as soon as they kids the-, <laughs> the guy gets shot and that is the end and, and like, they kiss him with a fool because he's like no you guys have to kiss for 30 seconds and they're like 15. <laughs> yes <laughs> like, i mean. kind of part with this guy it was <laughs> so to, stupid and then
0: like um paperboy thinks that he's gonna he's gonna actually gonna die hides behind, hides behind another car the police starts shooting the suspect and then and the rapper that has been begging Paperboy to be on this track saves him, basically. <laughs> and he's like,
1: look. Paperboy's like, oh, anything I can do, you save my life. Like, you're my hero. Anything I can do. And the guy's like, yeah, actually, it'd be great to get in the studio <laughs> <with me." laughs>
0: And then the beat is like, listen to this beat. I've been making this beat this morning. For- it and is- it was a sign that
1: we were supposed to be on this track together. <laughs> Honestly... So when you hear it, you're like, "This is garbage." You know, at the end when they play the song, yeah. I was like, "I'm oh, actually I feel like kind that of nice. feeling this." But that being said, like, like
0: Darius, is like, "What is this?" Mm. Literally, it's, the question that is the question. What, what is this? this. And he's like, "No, it's trash, though. And then he walked up, I'm like, "Why?" I didn't realize how much Darius grew on me. I think, it, I think one of the reasons. <laughs> like, I, I think his question was, "How to dance to
1: this?" <laughs> and he started "Dancing." <laughs> <laughs> That's not the problem how do you that's what say- exactly, like I think I'm actually finally getting like <laughs> yes, this song is this song is <laughs> us. it's ours it's ours I
0: think there's there is this funny moment of like and I'm trying to figure out what the theme of the series is supposed to be I mean the whole theme of the series is is about leaning into black culture and providing an alternate or alternative view of what black culture looks like it's not just about the gangs and the guns and the drugs it's real people just living their life in in pretty much America. I, think America. I think America as a theme is there. In series three, you see like America's broad because they're on tour in Europe and how Paperboy and, and um, Darius are treated in, in terms of being foreign in this space. Yeah. Um, one of my favourite episodes from what I remember from series three was when Darius... Goes to get jollof rice at the fashion house, and they go to a place in London, and you know he goes with one of the management from this fashion house, and he introduces her, this white British woman, to jollof rice, and she's like, jollof, what is that? And then the next time he goes back to that same restaurant, the white woman had bought it, bought the shop, forgot the owners, and made a little um, pop up shop outside of it with a made-up type of jollof rice. And he also, be, I think she made a, a meal called a Darius. Mm. I was like, oh, I've named it after you. And he's like, no, you have, this is, this is the epitome of gentrification. And I think it's a nice thing to like, nod to, like. gentrification is not just in Soho in New York. It is in the streets of
1: Peckham. It's in the streets of
0: Brixton. It's in the streets
1: of It's Stafford. everywhere. I exactly. think it's specifically about when you, as a black person, invite white people into your culture and they go, brilliant, I can make yeah. money off this. Because yeah. what, well, auntie's charging you £5. Yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah, I'm going to charge you £10.50. Exactly. And you're going to eat it because now this will be the only jollof on the street. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I... Yeah, I'm trying to think what other themes that
0: they were trying to pull out in this season, even though the, the narrative and the stories were so wide-reaching. One thing I was going to add in terms of the theme that I was thinking about was the backstories. We had... I felt like we had a bit more... Understanding of like Ernest's family, Darius's family very briefly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Paperboy, don't mean be his family, but Paperboy's family is Ernest's family. Oh yeah, that is true. Um But you, you, we saw a bit more of the behind the scenes, like even the dynamic with Ernest, Van, and their daughter. Like that scene, that that episode, I felt like we just a bit more
1: extending beyond the four. I'm gonna say something really co- controversial. Go on, because I had my own thoughts. I think Lottie is like that The child? Yeah. Oh, 100%. I could stand her. Yeah. Um, Brilliant actress, because I could stand her. (laughs) I was like, put this kid back where you found it. She's so rude. (laughs) I don't like her at all. Is it when they were trying to sing her happy birthday, and she was like, no singing? Yeah. (laughs) When she's like, I miss grandma and grandma and Grandpa and they're like, oh, is it that you wish they were here, or you wish it were them? And she was like, oh, I don't know, both. (laughs) fucking hell can't please anyone can't please anyone these days um, but what I've been saying in terms of themes I I think I got from this season like a sense of an ending mm. um like even in that first episode with with Van and Ernest like walking through Atlanta and like seeing all the ghosts of basically the ghosts of all these people that they've mm. dated made me think so much about how like when you live somewhere for a long time it like it does just have this take on this sort of otherworldliness of like, do you remember when you went on a date here? Do you remember when you threw up over there? Do you remember when you got hit by yeah. the, like everything, like you can't go places without her seeing memories, these ghosts. Yeah. And I was um I was actually on the phone to a friend last week and I was doing chores. Like I was on the local mm-hmm. high street and literally while I was on the phone to her, I had about five conversations with people where they are like, How are you? I haven't seen Oh you my God. Like, Hi Auntie I was at oh my god, I was leaving work, I was at the tube station Talking to a colleague from work. Here's this lady from my church. How's no. your grandma? I haven't heard from her in a while. I was like, yeah. And now I'm having a conversation. Like, oh, I tried to call her, but she didn't answer. I was like. Yeah. I don't know what you want me to say. I was like. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell her you said that. <laughs> and then the colleague was like, oh, that was sweet of you. And I was like, it's just like ingrained in me culturally, yeah. like to be respectful to aunties. But like, I have a whole adult woman. And I'm having to be like, hello, auntie. Yeah. I'm going to do this until I'm dead. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. The
0: whole, like, what's it called the submission, you you do the bow before you see, You No, know so I don't be doing no bow. You don't
1: do it, but I do because it's part of my culture. Um, It's but,
0: a cultural thing. It's frustrating.
1: But yeah, but yeah. I, I, whenever that happens to me, I do feel like, oh my God, I have to get out of here. Yeah. Like, there's too many people that know me. Yeah. And I got from that, like, this sense of like, oh, maybe we've outgrown Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and in a similar way because Paperboy's journey in that episode is that, that his inspiration or someone whose music he's really enjoyed has passed away mm. and his legacy is his music but no one has come to his funeral they haven't figured out there was a Easter egg hunt in his music like that, like you can make so much brilliant art and it doesn't mean that's the art that people remember and recognise and hold up and I feel like in that episode that scene of him not wanting to make music anymore yeah. is kind of yeah, put in, and then I think for Darius, I think for Darius, it, again, it's that last glimpse of. There are moments in season two and in season one and in season three. No, and I, I don't know. Season three is honestly like I don't remember yeah. that season, but season one and two where you see that like Atlanta is this kind of like lawless, chaotic place. Mm where people are surviving. Yeah. And when he goes to the store right at the beginning of the episode, I was like, I can't work out if this is a zombie movie or the apocalypse. Yeah. Like, What is happening? And just, and then, like, he goes in there and these people are looting the store and you think, oh, it must be like a pandemic. Thing. Like, what's going That's on? That's I saw, yeah. And then he just gets out of the, he gets out, he walks out of the place and gets in the card paper boys there. And then they, they just continue their day. And then the traffic is round because everybody's, and it's like, oh, this is really interesting because it's just that subtle reminder like there's something otherworldly about what we, where where these characters exist and that's why they get to have these sort of wacky adventures because they live in a really, really fucking wacky place. Um, And then again, that woman on the scooter just following him everywhere. (gasps) I was like, honestly, this is a horror movie. It is. When...
0: They started fogging her with the extinguisher. I cracked up. And it's so bad for me to be laughing. I was laughing so hard. I was like, no. that is, I had to rewind. I was like, they didn't just do that.
1: They didn't just do that. They didn't just get out the extinguisher and start
0: fogging this woman. Because she was like, you can't steal this air fryer, even though you didn't, steal, he didn't it. steal it. But why are you trying to the police a refund?
1: But that is so Darius, isn't is. it? Like, anyway, this seems like a. No, just completely oblivious. Not a problem for me. Yeah. Um. The, and then, like, it ends on this. So, Van and. Everyone's sort of in a horror movie. Like, yeah. Van and Ernest can't find their way out of this sort of weird hellhole where yeah. they keep seeing their exes. And when they finally do, they, like, crash into this funeral. Yeah. Connecting them with Alfred. Yeah. And then when they come out, Darius is just standing there looking for this woman who's been chasing him. And they're all together again. But they've also brought, um, like, Ernest's ex. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I forgot to get a present for my dad. And Darius goes, oh, here, you can have the air fryer. So that solved my problems. And, like, the four of them get in the car. Problem solved. And she's, like, waiting for her Uber. And you hear the sound of the electric scooter with the woman coming, and I was like, is she going to kill this poor woman, because she's got the air fryer now, and it's like, oh, it ends God. on that, and I'm like, what, like, what a dark, yeah. way to end, but also an episode, that I actually also found quite funny, like I liked, yeah. Van and Ernest like, walking down the street, being like, okay, guy on your left, I went on a date with him twice, yeah. and then he goes to me, it's like, yeah, that woman over there, she's wearing my t-shirt, t- t- that she <laughs> stole from my house, like, there's all these little weird bits. like, it, it becoming very, very suffocating, to be yeah. like, oh. Have we been through everything in Atlanta? Is it over? Yeah. And I feel like that's like a theme that they pick up and drop throughout the series. And then you get to the very, very end. And I honestly think that episode is brilliant. Yeah. Where you don't know if you're seeing the end of the show or a fantasy that Darius is having. And I thought that was actually quite a nice touch because it's like, how do we end this? Yeah. Do we I, need to end this? It's so wacky, and there's not... Again, there's no
0: linear narrative that it would make... It would be quite almost um, disappointing if it was just ended it with... You yeah. know, ended with... Bannon and and get, get married, and go on a plane, and go to LA with a child, and then... Alfred's this, feeling, feeding pigs on his exactly. farm. Exactly. Like, it just, it's just be a bit too clean. So I I liked it. I, Because I, I had seen the synopsis before I watched the ending, and I was thinking, I'm hoping it's not going to be one of those things where Darius wakes up and and everything was all a dream from like series one and I'd be like, come on. But I do agree with you in terms of like evolution being one of the themes like, or just like you said, growing up or seeing what's next. Like I remember the scene where after a paperboy sees that someone that he was inspired by had died, he then talks to other artists about like, what are you doing post- Music because mm. music isn't what it is anymore. Are you investing? Like, you need to be thinking about more, mm. and that's why I, I've rarely seen him perform in this episode. He was
1: managing a Jewish kid, well, yeah, he <laughs> was, and he immediately wasn't, ended yeah. up um, managing the yodeling kid and He yeah. then died,
0: died, yeah, just so that was so random. Um, you know,
1: like, and... I kind of wish of, of the storylines that they set up that then, like, they sort of. Concluded in in an episode, I was kind of interested to know what the blowback yeah. would be from the Yoda Link kid Yeah. dying but winning yeah. the awards. Like, is Alfred still making money? That say, would does, be an Do you get the million? Yeah. Do
0: you get the million dollars for like being the management or just being an advisor? Um, yeah. Like what what, what happens? happens? Um, I don't know. It, it felt like that yeah. That part was like okay, he's he's moving away from music. Then Ernest is like got a new job in LA, but also managing uh, managing other mm. book talent I don't
1: know yeah Daris? Yeah, that agency wasn't very clear to me no. what they did and I wonder if that was like deliberately yeah. vague or like they were like it doesn't matter yeah. and it's true it doesn't matter like, but, like I don't know it, it, it I've just... nobody I don't think anyone's watching this show for like career advice you know <laughs> how best to like no I think that the one thing that this show does is go like <laughs> it doesn't matter if you have a job or you don't have yeah. a job like it will not go the way you thought it was gonna go
0: yeah um, Van has some development but I've always I've flagged how I didn't feel like in series 3 for instance she just disappears for a good chunk of the season I'm like where is she?
1: Yeah so in season 3 Van their story for Van is that like her life hasn't gone like something's happened with work or something that like yeah. is imploded and she's not mentioned, yeah. She decides to come with them on tour. Mm. Where's Lottie? They never explain. Oh. They forgot she had they had a kid or whatever. Um and then Van l- disappears. Like they don't know where she is. Yeah. And again, you have a child with this person. I don't think you can just disappear yeah. and I won't know where you were for three months. But her episode in this season is that, like, yeah, f- I don't know, three months have passed. She's living in a, a group of a group of women who um, are on, a group of black women who are on a trip in France. Mm. And one of them's like, isn't that Van? we are like, Van, Van. And she's like, no, my name is, like, Charlotte Mel whatever. She has a fake French accent. And she... And they're like, oh, let's hang out. Like, we've come to France, show like, Paris, show us what, you know, Mm -hmm. we just do. She's like, yeah, okay, I've got a couple of errands to run, but you guys can come with me. And then she takes them on this absolutely wacky day where she, like, she's with Alexander Skarsgård as her boyfriend. Like, and and it's Alexander Skarsgård. It's not him playing a character. He's playing himself. Like, a person of himself. Um, And they end up going to this dinner where people are eating human hands. Oh, Like, it's so weird. But you get to the end of that episode and basically her friend is like, what the fuck are you doing here? Like, this is, you're just doing random chaotic shit. And she mm. basically is like, I've had a bit of a mental breakdown. Mm. And I really feel like I should stay here because this is the only place that makes sense to me. And her friend's like, what about your child? And she starts crying and she's like, I can get you help. If you want to go home, we can get you home. Like, mm. listen, this is an answer to anything. Yeah. And she like drops a French accent and then she turns up at, and hotel I was like let me know when you guys are going home yeah um but that's never mentioned again no coming okay. to season four nobody mentions it at all no, she I disappeared mean, for three months
0: the only time that they give a reference to series three that I remember is when Ernest and Van are having a conversation about potentially getting back together um and he's expressing his love for her, which I thought was very sweet. Like, the way he expressed, like, like after all this time... I didn't he, like it. You didn't like it? I thought it was kind but of I sweet. But I don't trust him. I, for in, in that particular moment, even though, look, there are ulterior motives that he wants her to go so that the child is with him and they're all in LA together, I think the way that he said it to her, I felt that there was something... No pun intended, earnest about it. (laughs) How have we not said this before? But it was because you could see that deep down he was like, "We've gone through this journey and through everything. The only full circle that you can get through this story is that you are my person and I care very much for you." And they're in that environment where they're like, "We're a family," and I hate to say that because we're like we've been together for the kids, but you're being together because you know that she's not just the mother of your child, but she completes you.
1: Yeah. And I, I think I didn't, I didn't buy it because if you watch the series, there aren't enough moments between the two of them for you to really think, Oh, there's real love here. And I feel like maybe, I don't, maybe necessarily that was the point. It was Mm. like, whenever they have tried in the past, something has got in the way. And it's not to say that they weren't trying, and maybe that's why in the mo- in the moment I didn't bite because I was like, "Where has this come from?" Yeah. But maybe that's what they're trying to tell us. It's like actually, every single time we've seen them together, they have been trying. It yeah. just hasn't worked, and now they're together again. Is it going to work this time? Yeah. Let's bloody try.
0: Yeah, I mean, he referenced Amsterdam, which was from series three, because they got together in Syri- in Amsterdam. They didn't
1: really, though, did they?
0: Did they? Do they
1: not?
0: No, I not I I- No, but I thought they had sex. Mm. That's what I mean. They okay. They got together from a physical aspect. I don't know if they got back together. I don't no. know.
1: I don't remember them having sex. But you watched it more recently than I did. Yeah, I thought they had sex. Like I thought, I thought they maybe they did. Um, but I think it, that the van, the character of Van, was underutilized across the series in general. Yeah, yeah I right. think that they had like Zazie Pieces is a really like, interesting person. Like, I think it's interesting that how much of Zazie Beetz's real life has informed the character of Van. Like, mm-hmm. they made Van half-German, like Zazie Beetz is half-German, which makes me think they hadn't anything for Van, really, before. Yeah. And Zazie got to make it entirely her own. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed the episode in season two where they go to the German festival um, I like the episode where they go to the Drake party. Like, mm. I like the episodes that she's in. I feel like she gets some bad rap. Actually, I feel like people um have come full circle back to being like, oh, the issue is Donald Glover and the writing team not being able to write her. Yeah. Um, that she feels not particularly like anyone you know. No, I felt like she's a bit more of an afterthought. I feel like all the characters feel a little bit grounded in someone. Mm. Like if you know someone who is yeah. one of those people's. I think she's the one who has always been a little bit wishy-washy. It's so like who do you want her to be? Yeah. I don't think you're sure about who you want her to be.
0: And maybe that's why the relationship between Ernest and Van doesn't seem as sincere. Yeah. Or authentic. I mean, it's it's that it's not a Ross and Rachel that they're not that. Like I, I would be as happy with them not being together as I would them being together. Mm. I think it was just a nice touch where you saw this really touchy, romantic moment where a man is expressing his love for a woman. We don't get it a lot on TV
1: now. Or we don't get it a lot in real life. But I will say this thematically. With the Zazie, with the Van and um, Ernest love story. In the first two seasons, Van has her shit together and Ernest doesn't. Yes. And somehow their relationship can't work in the last two seasons he's got his shit together she's yeah. lost the plot yeah and now suddenly things can work out great so what are we saying about the relationship between uh, between a black man and a black woman is that the man needs to feel uh accomplished and have a sense of himself in order to really show up in the relationship and a woman must in some way be lacking to make space for him or what because that, that yeah. is honest, that is, I, I, I do remember that being a big part of his character is mm. that like, he sleeps at their house yeah. and she's like, mm, he's, she's like, you're here a lot, yeah. but you don't live here. And he's like, oh, I was just here, put a lot of red and I fell asleep. At a time where he doesn't have a house, by the way, he's sleeping oh, he's in, in a storage Oh, storage <laughs> he's yeah. sleeping in a storage yeah, unit. Yeah. Yeah, storage unit. Won't just say to her, I actually don't have anywhere to stay. I would love to stay here. Because, she asks him. He's like, no, I'm good. Yeah. Pride. Pride, pride, pride. They, he comes around to hang out. They smoke weed. The next day she has a drug test. She could lose her job and she's the only one yeah. in that relationship working. Like, I feel like he does more damage to her and her stability than she does to him. Yeah. And for it to be like, uh, yeah, he's feeling accomplished now. He's got all his work shit together. He's a therapy. Now he has space for you. Because guess what? Suddenly, in season four, she has nothing. Yeah. Like, there is an episode where she is taking a day part in this sort of Tyler Perry-esque studio lot. And even that is like, oh, her friend has suggested that she should do it because she's been feeling out of sorts recently. So she's still not working, is yeah. the implication. And she's just trying her hand at stuff. You've got an eight-year-old daughter or whatever holds you. The lot is like 72 now. <laughs> what the hell's going on here? I don't know. I... But I don't think they were the writing team were interested in being like, how do we solve Van's displacement? Yeah. As much as they were in let's do wacky shit.
0: Yeah. Oh don't get me wrong, that's the whole point. I think that the whole thing is we wanna shock the viewer every single time they, they click and watch Atlanta. That's the goal. And I think they've definitely achieved it from a series three perspective from a series four perspective as well i never knew what i was expecting but i'm happy that for a final season there was some development in terms of characters some backstories you know seeing the, like earn parents and that scene with their father which is funny like oh you... that
1: was so heartbreaking i, I know but <laughs> when he had his hat on and the boys were oh, yeah, teasing him was... i hated that i know
0: i mean sorry i meant the grandfather um, and his grandfather. I oh, we'll get kidnapped. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, when, when the police was asking questions and he was like, no, I'm good. I'm good. We're and in Egypt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've been in Egypt. We're
1: free. So they're like, oh. oh, now no, we're going to come now. Um, but was, there was some And one the students was like, you guys have never liked me because I'm a light-skinned. What? And they just all immediately started laughing at her. <gasps> I love Cat Williams as their uncle as well. I just think it's brilliant. Yeah, I saw was like, that that copy. Wait, that's Cat Yeah, he's in, the, he's in the like first episode of the second season. Yeah. yeah. But... I, th- I think he's mm-hmm. Alfred. I think, I can't remember. In that episode, basically, Ernest is like, oh, he's... Wi- yeah. William's... Yeah, I think he's... Uh, he, I think he's Alfred's dad. Yeah. He's like, oh, William's whiling out. Like, are you going to come and help really He's like, no. Mm. Um, So then Ernest has to go round there and be like, uh, because he had locked um, this woman up in his house and he has an alligator and he's threatening to set the alligator on her. Flip. Yes, I remember that. I remember. I do remember. I did
0: watch the earlier episodes. Yeah, I think he's
1: Alfred's dad.
0: But yeah, it was a great season and I'm really happy that I came back to this world and I mean, I hope, and I think we talked a bit off air, that I hope that this opens the door for more comedies like this and yeah so maybe I. Pr- programs our brains to not expect you know a and b narrative every single time you watch a sitcom sometimes I am in the mood for something that's very straight laced to the point but other times you want to explore a different world and yes white comedies have done it or white american comedies have done it so much in the past like the girls of the world where you can be a bit more on the surreal side mm-hmm. but yeah it's a shame that it's I'm sorry I don't think it's a shame I think it was right to finish off where it did I'm sad that it's over I I did
1: really enjoy getting to yeah be in that world world, for a bit
0: do you think they could have done a series 5
1: would it have been as good I don't know I don't know what they would have done I think that like I feel like season 4 was much better than season 3 because they knew it was their last season Mm. and I am I do wonder if they thought oh we've got another season after this Wherever season 4 would just be as weird as season 3 yeah probably so like you know we'll never know but I do wish like based on season 4 I was like oh I would love another season of this but like you know I just want to see more of Darius I I feel like I really just liked him as a character I I just didn't expect to but I did Um, I'm sure that you relate to him Shoshana because (laughs) you two have similar ideas
0: don't do no I'm sorry Darius is very smart I
1: know. Why would you say it's not so No,
0: because you have similar IQs, but I knew where you were going with that comment.
1: I feel like you're, you're reading into this. I like giving you a compliment. No, you
0: there. No, I, I think it was it was a great show. Um, Should we rate this season? Yeah, let's do it.
1: Would, would you want to rate the season and the whole show or just the season? Oh, so difficult. So my IMDb for this show is like 10 out of 10. For real i just think everything that is doing there was a period of my life where i was like if i made atlanta i would be chill not making another tv show after this that's how i feel the right it is i would be like do you know what yeah. this this did like this did some shit that yeah. people could talk about forever like i we were talking about this in the office and i was like you know your show is impactful when every single deck i read that is yeah. a black show has shots from your show oh every single yeah. death that's a good sign every single black show has you as a reference of what they want to yeah. do it's usually a bit, it's a bit like atlanta meets yeah usually it's like completely wrong It's not like atlanta <laughs> at all. but they're like basically it's like atlanta and that's going to be about black people you're like uh, uh, uh. but like for it to be everywhere for that to be like like yeah. you've done something yeah. at least for the culture like maybe not for like your average joe joe yeah. but like for the people that want to make art, specifically TV, mm. like, it is inspirational. It's aspirational. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I will go back to it, I'm sure, over the course of my life, mm. several trillion times. Yeah. Um, and I will reference it, and there are so many great moments in it, and I know that, like, if I met Donald Grava I would probably start crying, but, like,
0: it's like Donna Glover, Issa Rae, Michaela Cole.
1: <laughs> or a dinner party. The thing is, I feel like if I met Issa Rae, I could actually be calm. Yeah, same. I think we I feel have like a nice I could be conversation, calm. Yeah. I think if I met Michaela Cole, I actually wouldn't. My, like, I would have a flood of things I want to say to her that my brain would short circuit and I would start to cry. And then she'd be like, oh, I'm "I'm not crying because... No, stop. Because I'm not crying because I like you. I'm crying because my brain... (laughs) can't Fucking get it together. I think if I met Donald Glover, I would cry because I imagine he's not as nice as... He's not nice. You don't think so? No, I think he's a bit of a dick, probably. No, I think he's probably...
0: Like Very really, intim- I think
1: that no, I think he'll be really intimidating. A little bit, yeah, but I
0: do think that like, once you crack the awkwardness of like first meeting him, I think he will be really chill.
1: Do you want to hear my super super last? This is my last contribution. Go. I think Donald Glover and Will Sharp are the same person in different forms. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, you're not going to convince me otherwise. They're the same person because... in different forms. Oh think about
0: God. it. I am thinking about think it. Think about it. I'm thinking about
1: it. You can we can pick it up next. We can pick it up next week. Yeah, we'll pick it up. What's your rating? I, um, for this season, I'm gonna give it a four out of
0: five. Wait, sorry, yeah, four out of five. Same. I will give it a four I, out of five. I really enjoyed it, and I'm so happy that you put this as a recommendation because, as we talked about, this season or this series started in 2016. Mm. That was almost seven years ago. You and is better. Because <laughs> I've <I'd> been like. <laughs> 20 years <laughs> it's been so long that i've been able to watch this show and enjoy it and i'm very happy that i took the opportunity to come back it is funny it is funny that's the thing I, I laughed it is funny and, I and laughed, it's shocking, and it's shocking. shocking. i laughed at places where i knew i shouldn't be laughing but it was funny i love the way that they i love the writing mm. however wacky it may be i love the writing i love that every episode was completely different and I probably spent maybe series three let's not talk about that but there was times when I was thinking where are we getting to with this and that the therapy printed an episode where he was like oh yeah that you know all these kids
1: I'm so happy that I did that oh and then going <laughs> to go back to therapy yeah, when Tracy said to Alfred you, your cousin's sick and Ernest is still like smiling like he's mm. really proud of himself and, I was, and Alfred's like you did all of this get back at that woman. He's yes. Like, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. And that part, I was like, no, that makes so much sense now. And I actually, pre- I like, I needed that full circle moment because we didn't get as much of that in series three. And I was like, why are we bringing these random stories in? Yeah, but yeah. I loved, I just, I loved the writing. I loved the the ride it took me on with every episode. And I am happy to have come back into this world, even if it's just for the final season.
1: Yeah. Um, I agree with everything you said. I have one last thing that I remembered. Yeah. As we as we, like go through the rolodex yeah. of the episodes in my head, that in that final episode, they go to that black sushi place.
0: I <laughs> 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 mean, like, I just I imagine
1: <laughs> being in the room, be like, okay, so imagine they go to a restaurant, but as a sushi place run by black people specifically. <laughs> And it's not good. And there's a bobbice. You have to support them from the <laughs> culture. But the food could kill you if they didn't cut the fish properly. <laughs> and there's a bobbice across the way, and you're just thinking, damn, I wish we could go to Bobo so badly. <laughs> Again, it's like what black people think about exactly. like what is
0: expected of black people versus what actually black people think about i want to do like the expectation is like support black businesses however i just this want this food to- is to- yeah i just want to have the commercial chicken popeyes please and- just make what we want well, what was cracking me up is when they shot <laughs> turned the shoot to popeyes and there's a boy eating the ch- popeyes chicken sandwich and so to- i'm twerking on the ground <laughs> Oh, basically trying to de- demonstrate how he was messing around with a girl and eating Popeyes at the same time. And I was like, why? When why? They, even
1: when they went in and the table was like, he had to, he had to climb down to yeah. get into the table. I was like, even this is so, it's so <laughs> dumb. But the visual of them trying to get into these very low tables to make this as authentically exactly. Japanese, <laughs> but it is a black-owned sushi restaurant. And no one else is here. But he's like, look at those guys over there. He's making sushi with his bare hands. And he's just like rolling the yeah. sushi. I mean, everything about it, it was so dumb and wacky. And like, it made sense at the end when you're like, oh, are we still in generous's yeah. dream <laughs> yeah. and that's why this is so stupid yeah. is this real? Yeah. i don't know because atlanta the atlanta you've presented us is so wacky oh, okay. that can't... i can imagine that these two things but are real there's maybe some people that live this type of world maybe not in every single episode i think if but... we dig deep in our memories we have supported a black owned business that we've been like you have no business to <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> oh you're like you support them but you're like the customer service though it's not hitting. Doesn't and it doesn't. Let's be oh, honest. Wait, four hours exactly, food. I'm hungry. Exactly. I'm starving. Had this been any white establishment and they they let me wait for this
1: long, I would have left. i have been going full carrot. Exactly. Where is your manager? <laughs> you see, my husband is starving. <laughs> like what oh gosh and i just don't know if we'll ever get shows i get a show that can yeah. come up with those like absolutely ridiculous premises yeah. but present them to you in a way that it feels so heightened yeah. and like the stakes are so high man and it's like yeah. this is dumb i think and i, I mean, just think that room would have been so much fucking yeah, fun yeah. no it's and like you you pitch that and then someone builds on top of that yeah. and builds on top of that and then you end up with yeah. this like wild episode but that
0: being said, i also think. The way I was saying, oh, I feel that like the writers are writing it as if they're never gonna write a show again. I also feel that they write as if they are high all the time. Yeah,
1: dude.
0: Come on, I do. Some of the storylines, I'm like, where have you connected A and Z together or A and F? I don't understand. It's
1: so far fetched, and it's so telling of them as a team sense of humor. Yeah, yeah. Like that, Garth was like, yeah. Yup yeah this is the episode yeah. this is it yeah this is what yeah. they're doing it's like oh this is what your sense of humor is which yeah. is kind of sick and kind of dark yeah and yeah laughing at things you probably shouldn't and laugh maybe at. that's why he he may come off really
0: cold when you first meet him
1: yeah because but... i think he would be quite intimidating yeah. like i think it'd be hard to make him laugh yeah I... same with will Sharp. i'm te- yeah. yeah i bet you it's that... hard to make him laugh yeah. Yeah, and then we all we think about like I gotta make a laugh, and I the whole time laugh. like I hate but, it. I but, a but it's
0: nothing like there's no change to the face, and the day that you see him even just do a little smirk, the the corner of his lips just goes slightly upwards. You're like I've won, or I've broken
1: him. He never laughs the whole meal, and then at the end, as he's passing, as he's leaving, he's like you're really funny, and you're like <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. You don't understand how much you've empowered me to become a nightmare. Just a and there. you saying it all your You were really funny. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all you would say my claim to fame. I met Will And you told me I'm funny. My Tinder me? bio from now, all of my bios would be like, she's really funny. Well Will Sharp. Yeah. <laughs> 23. <laughs> oh. God. Love that for me. Yeah. Um, so yeah.
0: Yeah. You, we... you, you give your rating to us. Yeah, I think it. I agree. Four out of five.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, cool. Next week. We are watching Perfect Match. I'm excited to do some reality. It's been a while. It has. Yeah.
0: Um, Perfect Match is basically the I don't know what do you call think,
1: it. Think of the trashest people you know. Yeah. And put them on a trash yeah. show it's, it's, yeah. and watch the trash trash. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Is like the best of the best
0: of all the Netflix reality shows. I like think I don't
1: want to see bodies. <laughs> yeah. coming Please. together to see
0: if they can find their perfect match. I'm rooting for Will and Dom. I'm going, I'm keeping how they are because my mole boys. Yeah, exactly. So let's see how crazy this ride will be. Um, but yeah, and it's, Diamond and and. Di- Diamond, you don't need to. Look, we'll talk about Diamond next week. And Diamond. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, this has been Scripts and Giggles with Shoshana and Mon <laughs> <laughs> Why,
1: like, Why did you do this? I'm sorry, I went for the
0: lowest hanging fruit. Why did you do this? Tell me how you got to that segue. You
1: know not need those for In Atlanta.
0: I'm not surprised. Yes, because it was. 2016 yeah. it was all it was very like up and coming and music yeah. and that's, that's what I and believe. that's why Mon Lantern because oh <laughs> because you had the Migos you had Paperboy and ended Mon Lantern you gonna sing your song for us
1: yeah no, okay. cut this out Mon Lantern Mon Lantern <laughs> like mumble rap <laughs> everywhere I go it's Mon Lantern can't catch me I'm Mon Lantern <laughs> If you snatch me, you go in (laughs) mine. Done. Thank you guys for listening to that track. It'll be coming out very soon. You'll be getting the remix, honey. (laughs) My (laughs) Lanthony Beyonce. Oh no!
0: Bye bye.